to say what I feel. Miami has so much appeal. A great place to get a seafood meal. Miami. Miami, Miami. Picture it, Los Angeles, 2014. Welcome to Out on the Lanai, the only Golden Girls podcast you will ever need to listen to. I'm H. Allen Scott. And I'm Carrie Doherty. And this is a podcast where we have a friend over to watch and talk about the Golden Girls. Uh, today we just watched season one, episode 10, The Heart Attack, which aired November 23rd, 1985, which I guess makes it their Thanksgiving episode. Oh yeah, it kind <laughs> of does, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. And we have a very special guest with us today, whom we both love very much, mm-hmm. Emily Heller. Studio audience is going crazy. Studio audience is going mad (laughs) for Emily. So what's your connection to the Golden Girls, Emily? I am a huge fan. Um, I... Sort you of, reached out to me for the podcast. Yeah, you were like, like, I need to do this. I need to be on your podcast. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I don't know if I've seen every episode is my sad confession. There was like Mm -hmm. one episode that I heard about that I hadn't seen that I like went on Amazon you know and bought episode? recently. It was the one where Dorothy does stand-up. I was like, I have oh, to see that one. That's a really it's good, a good one. one. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, like, I got into them when I was in high school and I was visiting my aunt and she was watching it a lot and I had never seen it before. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's when I started and then I just started watching it whenever it was on reruns. But now, like, uh, I was the Golden Girls for Halloween one year. Which and um, Who was I? I think I was... Oh my god, how do I not... Oh, I was Sophia, obviously. Okay. Yeah. Obviously? Obviously. (laughs) I'm very short. Like, tell us how you dress. We'll tell you who you are. She's actually 183. And uh, also, my family, pretty much every Christmas, goes to see the Golden Girls drag show in San Francisco. So what is the drag show, exactly? So, um, a bunch of uh, well-known drag queens in... Uh, San Francisco, Hecalina plays Dorothy, okay. and Pollo Del Mar plays Rose, and a couple others, I don't remember their names. Um, but uh, they basically perform two episodes. They do one Christmas episode and one other episode, and they do just the whole episode on stage. And it's pretty fun, because whenever there's a male character, it's played by a woman. Um, and then... Uh, and it's at Christmas time? And it's at Christmas time, yeah. We go... We usually go like... That. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think I'm we here. should do that. I mean, yeah. Buy your tickets now. Oh, it's, it's um, like that. It sells out. They're, they moved theaters, because like, it was so popular. Wow. And at the end, you can go take a picture with them. Um, it's so great. Wow. And I've like never heard... A longer applause break in my life than <laughs> I forget what joke it was, but it was one of the jokes where Blanche was making fun of Rose for being stupid. Mm-hmm. Of course, um, it was like one of those jokes where Rose goes, "Like I just had a thought," <laughs> and Blanche says something like, "This must be very exciting for you." Yeah. <laughs> and then that explains like, the beat of sweat. The, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the longest applause break you've ever heard in your yeah. entire life. Amazing. Um, yeah, it's like the most fun. That's but yeah, great. so that's my connection with the Golden Girls. I'm a big fan. I've written I've written pieces about it mm-hmm. just yeah. for myself. We all yeah. have. <laughs> I'm really I'm just, I want to start fan fiction. Oh. I think we should. I really want to. Yeah, I think that's Old something that I'm going fiction. to do. I yeah. think that I know. I, I feel like if 
you know, because I, I know like a lot of people aren't reading spec scripts anymore. Everybody's like, we want an original pilot, but I feel like if you wrote a spec of the Golden Girls, somebody would read it. Someone yeah, totally I heard that it. like people only want spec scripts if it's like a grenade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. you could yeah. write a really good Golden Girls spec that let's was do like, it. Yeah, let's do it, guys. Yeah. Yeah. All about <laughs> it. We'll do it after the podcast. Yeah. So this. So this episode, the heart attack. One thing that was really nice about it, we 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 never leave the house. Yeah. We we don't really involve any outside characters except for a doctor, and it all takes. Well, in the, the beginning, they, they had a house party or a dinner yeah, party, and the guests extras. were leaving. Yeah, they were yes. extras. Yeah, but it, and it all takes place within the course of what, like an hour. It's almost it's, it's almost real like time. In real yeah. time. It's yeah, real time. It's real which time. is really it's like the episode twenty four. Yes, it yes. is. <laughs> this is the Golden Girls twenty four episode. Um, so uh, so yeah, so the, the episode starts with their they're saying goodbye to extras to their to their guests, and um, and there's a storm which we which we know because. Uh, there's all of their ferns outside are shaking, and then through every window you see ferns. When all that the are guests shaking. are leaving, like, oh, there's something coming <laughs> down. <laughs> Which, like, there's some poor PA who's like stationed outside yeah. of every window, just like shaking ferns for an entire episode of the Golden Girls. They're just like, oh, I have an MFA. Um, it, mm, it's most likely Teamsters who are playing <laughs> Good to know. Yeah. Good to know. Um, so, uh, so they're saying goodbye to their guests and, um, you know, talking about men and, and, uh, and, and Blanche has this really great scene where, I, I forget the context of it, but she says, I'm young and blonde with a great body. And Dorothy says, what mirror do you use? Which is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Rose has something. Out, there's, a, there's a reaction shot, which we've talked about this before. We want to do a video of all of Dorothy's reaction shots. But there's a reaction so shot great. to Dorothy of a response to Rose. Something Rose says. Do you remember what Rose says? And she goes, oh, how fun. And then she like does this weird, like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. And it was like the best sort of like asshole bully move yeah. ever. I love mm-hmm. it. I love her. Um, so so they're cleaning up after this party and they're you know, they're chatting and, and Sophia has eaten too much scoongili, she says. Yes. So she sits down on the couch and she's tapping at her chest and also she was wearing a really lovely blue yeah. dress. I feel like the dress that she was wearing was kind of more of a rose dress. Oh really? Um, Interesting. Yeah. Well because yeah. Sophia's you she It was a dinner party though. It she was a di- up. she but she never wears bright colors like that. Like because she, it's a dinner party. Yeah, so I just yeah. I thought she looked lovely. <laughs> yeah. I thought she looked really good. Um, but she's eating too much scoongili. She has a bubble. And she's got a bubble. Yeah. And she's got a bubble and she's tapping at her chest. Have you guys ever had a bubble in your chest? I think so. Yeah. Like yeah. indigestion, right? Yeah. Heartburn. Or my something. mother has this thing where my mom's belch is like the worst sounding belch in the world because you can like, you can like tell the food that she ate that caused <laughs> that belch. It was like indicative yeah. of that belch. Because you know? of the way it sounds or because of yeah, the Yeah. Cause it's like, she does this like, Ooh. Oh it's my like, god! It's like not even a bell. It's like, it's like a, it sounds like a sound you make while you're pooping. Yes, yeah. yes, exactly. That's and that's when I heard her say "bubble." That's where I went. Oh, really? Like those are my mother's bubbles, mm-hmm. pooping bubbles. Well, and then and then Rose is too shy to say the word "belch," which yeah. I thought was funny. I was like, maybe you don't want to like say fart, but she's mm-hmm. like, she doesn't want to say belch. Yeah, that was weird to me. She's from Minnesota. Yeah, you know? I know, but she talks about other she things. Have, like, she would have. 
very easily talked about it if it was like a cow that had to belt. Exactly. <laughs> she would have had no qualms. Yeah. Our cow she would have bestie. gone into detail. Yeah, because I feel like Rose doesn't usually hold back with that no, kind of stuff, so I was no, a little surprised. Really. Um, They're still working out the kinks. Yeah. Guys. Yeah, I guess we're season even, one. So, um, so they call, they call uh, Sophia's doctor, Dr. Harris, because I guess Dr. Clayton is no longer her doctor no. after he screwed Dorothy and then hit on Blanche. Of course. So Dr. Clayton's no longer her doctor. Um, so Sophia starts to think that maybe she's having a heart attack. Um, so they lie her down on the couch and put a blanket over her, which, like, what's, yeah. what is that going to do? I guess Well, it keeps make the heat her... in, thus makes the heart want to pump. That makes, is that what? Well, no, that doesn't I just, I just made it up on the spot. Um, huh. I am shocked. <laughs> that sounded very premeditated. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> we know it's weird when so so when she lays down on the couch. Mm-hmm. What I've noticed in a few episodes and throughout the series, they're always making coffee very late at night. Like very late at night. Yeah. Like, I don't understand. I mean, I guess old Well, and they also eat a whole cheesecake every night. Yeah, really super late. In yeah. the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah, so they're eating very fatty foods and, like, yeah. getting really hot, like, getting really caffeinated yeah. early yeah. in the evening. Do like, they, I don't think they ever sleep. I bet it's decaf. Mm. Maybe. Mm. But then the I coffee, it's, I mean, it's one of those things where I feel like we need to have them do something, which is why, like, yeah. well, because there's just, this is a very conversation-heavy episode. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot, you know, so the, most of the episode is just them, like, cleaning up or making coffee and serving the coffee and doing the dishes yeah. and putting the food away. And, and covering Sophia with blankets. Covering her with blankets yeah. and, like, <laughs> sitting in Sophia's room looking for the rosary beads. Oh. Um, but she lies down and she starts... I mean, this also very... There are a couple of emotional scenes. Uh, so she starts telling Dorothy, like... You know, I guess she feels like in case she's having a heart attack, she needs to like say things say like things. Dorothy gets the silver. She's her favorite daughter. Mm-hmm. And she says, you're always my favorite. Maybe I didn't show it. I'm not an affectionate person. Don't tell your sister. Keep the silver. Like these are the things she talks about. How she wants to see Sal in heaven. Yeah. And that it's very sweet. She says, I wish I had time to get my hair done. Yeah. Uh, which is very which- cute. I don't know how heaven works, <laughs> but if you look the age you look when you die, he's going to not want to be seen with her, right? No? Yeah. Because he died like 20 years before. Yeah. So I yeah. Guess, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's so weird. Is I that, never thought about that. Is that a little that. harsh? A 60-year-old? I mean, I, 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 I imagine that like when you die, you want to, everyone looks like at their peak, like what they thought was their peak. Yeah. You know what I mean? I would so, hope like, you go so. back to that. I hope so, too. Yeah. Because if not, like... I'm fucked. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I mean, what if it's a bummer? If you had like a high school boyfriend or girlfriend who passed away, and they're just like, "Oh, well, I'll see you in heaven," and then you're like 80, and then you get and there, he's, like, dying. and then he's like, "Yes, in heaven," yeah. and then he's like, like 16, you and die, he's like, like, "When you're really yeah, sick, like you're gonna be sick in heaven. That. Like, what is that? I don't know. I also just feel like, do we really want to be fucking in heaven? I mean, uh, that's I mean, true. we're not we're not gonna have bodies. Yeah, and we're gonna have like endless Doritos. <laughs> Well, so. here's the thing: is like everyone says that like your soul is not part of you, like it's yeah. separate from your body. So yeah. all the things your body wants to do, like eat and fuck and poop, <laughs> I imagine you don't do in heaven. But what is there to live for in heaven? <laughs> True. Well, you don't live. Yeah. You're a being. Yeah. You just like think about it. Which yeah, us I know. having what this conversation makes me think like the whole theme of this episode really tackled death, mm-hmm. life, and death. And yeah. that was like, which I'm sure, like, that was probably the the commentary that was happening when the show burped. came out because it was, you had a bubble. I had a bubble. Um, I burped. When, I tasted my, my uh, pretzel chips. When the show started, <laughs> here's all these old women, older women, you know, and I'm sure there was like, 
last stages of life, older women being sassy, like they're finally addressing yeah. the death. Yeah, part. and it's like the reason why it's so amazing that the show's on the air is I think people were were afraid and are still afraid that like if you show old people on TV, you do have to confront those questions. Yeah, yeah, and and talk about it in a real honest way. Yeah, through a bubble. And yeah, <laughs> I mean, and they like really. This was like a very heavy episode. There are some I was heavy like, moments. The studio audience must have been so disappointed. <laughs> yeah. They were like, "Yes, my favorite show, The Golden Girl." Oh, what? what? <laughs> like, Why is Sophia dying? There's like kids yeah. in the car on the way home. They're like, "Is Grandma gonna die soon?" Like, <laughs> like everybody's just like, "Holy fuck!" Like I gotta, I gotta like really make amends with people. Um, so Rosen and and uh, Blanche have a really good conversation in the kitchen. Yes, after that first moment yes, with Sophia, where they talk about where they want to be, like what they want, what they want, you know, how they want their bodies to be handled when they die. Do they yeah. want to be buried? Do they want to be cremated? Rose is like, "I don't want to be either. I hate, I hate heat, and I hate small." spaces and Blanche is basically like you're gonna be dead so don't worry about it yeah. um, and then Rose says how she wants a ton of stuff buried with her like her blanket and her pictures of Charlie and she yeah. lists all these and things pictures and the of animals, animals. And the pictures animals. of her animals yeah. um, and Blanche is like Rose it's a coffin not a condo which is, <laughs> which is really a great line. great super line and Blanche wants to be buried in Arlington Cemetery because it's full of men of course, of course. because I think underground she's picturing her corpse will uh, crawl out of its coffin and go fuck another corpse <laughs> yeah yeah, like yeah. she's just like cr- like uh, army crawling on her belly. Unknown soldiers no longer unknown. <laughs> um, Blanche pussy. I went to the. Uh, <laughs> A few months ago, I went to the Hollywood Forever Cemetery for an outdoor screening of Purple Rain, which was amazing, and I had heard that Estelle Getty was buried in the cemetery, and I was with a group of friends, and we're walking, and we've got to, like, get that good, you know, blanket spot. Wait a minute. Estelle Getty's dead? <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> I was like, Emily, she was the first one to go. Uh, and so, I told them, I was like, I would love to try to find Estelle Getty's headstone. I realized we won't have time to, like, wander around the cemetery, so I didn't think I'd get to find it, but we're walking, like, down this path, and then I see it. There's, like, this beam of of light shining through the trees yeah. on this oh giant God. headstone that says Getty. And I was like, be right back! And I broke away and I ran over Aww. there. And uh, and I, I ended up finding it and it, there were all these like little like little things that people had left around it and little rocks. And I ended up taking a picture of it and I had a bag around my arm and it looked like I had Sophia's bag. <gasps> so it's it's on our Out on the Lanai Tumblr. I posted the photo, but um, it was... Did you hear about the genesis of that bag as like yeah. her prop on that show? Like, yes! That it was like her car to do that it was like a choice that she made because she noticed that like old women because they no longer live in their homes basically like yeah. carry all their valuables around with them it was like Sophia carrying her valuables because she didn't know where she would be living from day to day or oh something god that's so and real. that was the bag yeah. that she brought to her audition yeah and they just kept it through the whole show oh wow mm-hmm. but that makes sense which it's really mm-hmm. sad where is the bag today sense. Let's, I'm gonna write a note from my I don't know, the Smithsonian. Better, better be in the fucking <laughs> yeah. yeah. Where is the bag? Um, so, so they have this great conversation about what they want to be done with their bodies, which, have you guys, do you guys know what you want done with your bodies? Yes. What, what do you want done with your I want to be cremated, and mm-hmm. I want my ashes put into um, a many different little mini etch-a-sketches, so that, <laughs> like, travel-sized keychain ones, so mm-hmm. that then my friends can play with me in my death. <laughs> okay. I wonder how people will feel about like drawing a dick on an etch-a-sketch. <laughs> <laughs> I've sent plenty of dick pics. Well, you're so. laughing now, yeah. so I feel like you'd be into I'm it. I'm totally yeah, they'd into, be into it. it. Um, I think I just, I mean, this is a boring answer, but um, I'd love to just parachute into a volcano. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> uh, 
No, I want to be, I don't know if this is a real thing or just something that I saw on Six Feet Under, but like <laughs> the thing where they just like wrap you in canvas and bury you under a tree so that the tree can't be cut oh, down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. I don't know if it's a real thing or not, but eh, maybe. television doesn't lie. <laughs> <laughs> Never. Um, I, well, after I read this book uh, by Mary Roach called Stiff, The Curious Lives of Human Cadavers, mm. and I guess you can, I don't know if, the, again, I don't know if this is a legal thing, but I guess you can have your body like freeze-dried and then like smashed into like what is it that um is it like i guess nitrogen yeah you mm-hmm. freeze your body and you like smash into a million pieces and then you uh combine it emily you're eating i feel really bad i'm sorry <laughs> no, oh. no no i feel bad because i'm oh, like, no, no, no. talking about clearly it's not stopping me <laughs> okay, <great. laughs> and then uh and then i would want my the little freeze-dried carry pieces to be mixed with like a compost box and then i want that compost box planted with like a nice oh. tree maybe that'll like i don't know mm-hmm. like a lemon tree or ooh, a fig tree might be Nice. Nice. I'm into figs. Uh, I've told my mother figs. this. I'm just like, this is what I want. She was like, yeah, that sounds really expensive. Um, but that's what I want. So. Also, I don't think she's going to be the one taking care of it. Yeah. <laughs> I know, point. but like she could make the call, right? If I'm just saying, if I like, if I die tomorrow, she <laughs> right. she's, she's, she's my emergency contact on every sheet. I feel like so. I could also donate my body to science just mm. to be like, how is it so perfect? Yeah. I'd be, yeah. <laughs> we must study it. I'd be into that. Um, okay. As, as I shovel potatoes I want to donate my body to science and then have a tattoo in a really weird spot being like ha ha you thought it was gonna be sexy <laughs> <laughs> or something some little secret message to oh them. man yeah. let's see where are anyway. we at so um, donate your body to science and get a tattoo that says E equals MC fart <laughs> <laughs> amazing something that makes people be like I can't I can't do I can't, I can't cut do into this. this guy I'm saving this part of his um, skin <laughs> Uh, or you just get like tattoos that like label all the body parts wrong. So it's like <laughs> by your heart, you're at like kidney here, and they just like really screw up all the med students. They're like, I don't know, it's a tattoo. I'll put bubble on my chest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so then, uh, okay, so so Sophia's lying down, she's... and she says she wants to act, which I have a feeling like when the that sta- was such a weird throwaway. Such a weird was throwaway because it was like the, the Blanche and Rose walk in after their conversation it's about a their burials. Yeah, totally. And but I have a feeling. Knowing, knowing the actresses as well as I do, that, <laughs> <laughs> that like Sophia probably was like, I need a line in there about acting. It's my life's mission. I need a line about you acting. Think Estelle, because Estelle was like a theater actress. Like she was like, yeah. that's where she came from. And I have a feeling that like, and she also was like, she loved the success from the Golden Girls. Like she was such, she like fell in because she was the one that became the huge star. Mm-hmm. The yeah. rest of them were all and notable. And she was also the only one who didn't have a TV career before that. Exactly. She was like, if she didn't land that part, her yeah. life was basically over. Totally. <laughs> well, that's what she said. When yeah. she was like, when she went in, she was like, I need you to make me look old right now. Like, yeah. I need this part. Yeah. I mean, and so I have a feeling like she, you know, she probably did. I mean, she's the one who got the facelift after the first season. She came back and everyone was like, how are we going to make you look old? Did she get a facelift? Yeah. She went totally Hollywood. Oh and, my God. I mean, and they did it, but you, you see, you visually see from the first season to the second season, you see a difference in not only Sophia, but also like how she's wearing a wig now because she colored her hair brown and how um, she has this facelift and she just, you know, she mm-hmm. just, she went into she's Hollywood. She's got to look good for the Emmys. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Totally. Um, so, so she wanted to act. So she wanted to act. 
Uh, so she kind of like all the women sort of crowd around her and she kind of says I love you and, and tells them each how much they mean to her um, and then so it's just like all these really really talks about sad dying moments. surrounded by friends yeah mm-hmm. it's really a bummer and then and then Rose tells oh, her can story I do this? yes this is like something I remember uh, I remember being a small child watching this scene and like crying like, I was, like, mm. upset by this wow. scene. Like, but in a sweet way. It made me, it, it endeared me to Rose. Um, so, Rose and Dorothy have, like, a cutaway where Sophia is on the couch, like, napping, and Blanche is calling the paramedics. And They're um, also standing very close to her. So, I mean, fine, close, maybe Sophia like, can sleep you know, while they're all talking around her. Belief, but, sure, know? okay. And I would have been like, get the fuck out of the room. But, fine. <laughs> Trying to rest. I'm dying. Uh, so, they have a conversation about how Rose knows that it's not a heart attack because she's seen a heart attack before. And she talks about Charlie, her her husband, her uh, her dead husband. R.I.P., Charlie boy. R.I.P. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and how they, how he had a heart attack while they were making love. And she, and I, you can, you can kind of tell too that the audience doesn't know how to laugh because the laugh line that they did with her, like in that moment, was not funny. Like, mm-hmm. she says, oh, he didn't die while we were having sex, he died after or whatever, and they laugh at that, and it's like that's actually not funny at all. Yeah, <laughs> and and and, uh, and then she goes into exactly what he did. So they had a little fight after. So he had the heart attack, and they had and a little he fight. Asks her to dress him before the paramedics get there. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that so also she... got a laugh where um, he got mad that she was putting white pants exactly. on him after Labor Day. So mm-hmm. that got a chuckle. And then during that little fight, um, he died, and Rose has this beautiful moment where you know she says that. He went and she got him dressed and she put on, she describes the outfit that he wore mm-hmm. and how she was, he was ready for when the paramedics got there. And she does this, per, that only Betty White can do. Oh this God. perfect eye, like, it's going to be okay. And she's like, this is like, yeah. with her eye, she's I can't like, do it. The saddest smile you've ever seen. Yes. Yeah. It's like, she's happy, sad. Oh God, I can't. She says, she's so proud of herself for, for, for putting gray pants on. Yeah. yeah. He told me he loved me and it was over. I was like, so oh. sweet. Very, very sweet. I hope my cat does that to me when I die. <laughs> uh, your cat's not going to do that. Your cat is going to eat your face immediately. <laughs> um, so after this super, super sad moment, <laughs> You know that that's what happens. Yes. Right? Yeah, your cat, yes. Fraser Crane, would eat your face. My face. With what? Oh. Tossed salad and scrambled eggs? What is it? He actually loves yogurt. <laughs> what? Your cat loves yogurt? That's so weird. I feel so like weird. you're not supposed to feed a cat yogurt. But every time I eat yogurt, he's all like, what yogurt? What yogurt? No other food. It's just yogurt. With the nose in it. It's very strange. Yeah. It's like healthier Garfield. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, a rose. Um, so then Sophia wakes up from her nap, uh, says that she was in heaven and that she saw Sal. Um, she died a little. She said she, yeah, she, she said, died I, I died a little. Died a little. <laughs> um, rose says, uh, did you see God and Jesus? Sophia goes, they were busy, which <laughs> I love that. She was up there for a second. What did she do? She didn't try to see God or Jesus. I don't know. I would have like shouldered my way in if I knew, you know, I was, yeah. I don't maybe know. Come back I down. mean, it's a Catholic heaven, so they're probably off drinking. Maybe. That's what Rose li- later explains, mm-hmm. that she oh, thinks yeah. that there's different kinds of heaven. There's mm-hmm. oh, right. Catholic heaven, and there's, there's Jewish, Jewish heaven. heaven. Jewish heaven, in her description, has a library and a furrier, which, <laughs> so, which is pretty anti-Semitic that she's like, in heaven they're still making money. This isn't the first time during the first season that Rose brings up a Jew thing. And really? a couple of episodes ago, she was like, do you think 
Jews and jewelry are in, have a, have. She a said, "Do, the, right. do the, yeah. the Jews make jewelry? Because it's jewelry." It was <laughs> yeah. the weirdest it's thing. The weirdest thing. <laughs> it's like this weird thing where I think like TV writers, because they're all Jewish, yeah. feel like let's just make a joke about Jews. It's so funny to us, not thinking about like everyone in the country who legitimately does not know a single Jewish person <laughs> who is going to take your word for it. <laughs> Amazing. Um, so then, so then we have a scene in Sophia's bedroom. So Dorothy's going to look for her mother's rosary beads. Which yes. like, th- this means like shit is getting serious yeah. when Sophia's asking for her rosary beads. I also read an interview with B. Arthur one time where she was saying like, why can't we just make them? She was like, when she read the script, she was like, why are we making these characters Italian? They're obviously Jewish. Yes. Well, yeah. Estelle was in real life. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and so it's true. But I guess, you know, there weren't any, what, what other Jews were on TV? I guess that's a good point. Yeah. In the 1985, none. Really. I can't think of any. They were, like, so comfortable making those jokes about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So they end up... So Dorothy and Blanton are having this really... Again, another really sad conversation where... Dorothy says, if she dies, I'll be an orphan, which mm. technically, that's so weird to think that, like, at the age of, what, she's 50-something, yeah, she's almost saying, 60. Like, she says, I'm 60 and I'll still feel like an orphan. Yeah, yeah. and that's yeah. really sad to think about, but that's true. Like, it doesn't I mean, matter at what age way, your parents yeah. die. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and so Dorothy cries. She says, but she like, also says, she's my family, which I thought that was just bad writing. Because it's like, yeah. clearly, she's yeah, your know. mother. Yeah, yeah. but then Blanche says, you know, we're your family too. You know, it I was just a setup. Set it was a yeah. setup, yeah. Yeah, so, but again, just like a really sad moment. Yeah. Um, and then, but then we get to, so then we cut to, we're back in the living room, and Sophia and Rose are resting head to toe on the <laughs> yes. couch with the blanket over it's like both of them. like a slumber party. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just like, you know, Rose just like going on and on and on, and she's, you know, talking about Aunt Bessie the cow and whatever the fuck she's boring Sophia with, and... Uh, I forget what Sophia says to her, but she's basically just like, Shut She says, up. if I die, will you stop telling me this story? <laughs> <laughs> Sophia's literally going to die just so Rose will tell, stop talking about a cow. And then the doctor <laughs> arrives, right? Then Dr. Yeah. Harris arrives, um, and of course Sophia right away is, you know, like, Dorothy, fix him a plate, like any yeah. good Italian mom would do. Mm-hmm. Um, and they talk about how he's Jewish. And they talk yeah. about how he's Jewish. Yeah. And <laughs> this is a stage episode. They, it was like, they didn't even talk about it. She was just like, you're Jewish? And then they move on. <laughs> well, yeah. no, they, no, they, did, they did have a good funny line with it where it's like, um, why are all doctors Jewish? And because, their says, because their mothers are. Because their mothers are. Which, I mean, uh, and then know. they move on. Nah, nah, nah. Um, so Dr. Harris, you know, it, anytime a doctor visits them and makes a house call, they just, the same thing. They sit on the edge of the couch with Sophia, they poke around in her body, and then make a diagnosis. And he's like, he's says that it sounds like you're having a gallbladder attack brought on by overeating mm-hmm. but then says I'll, I have a portable EKG machine in the car I'll go get it which we never see that but let's just <laughs> take his word for it that he's got one and that he, it's not he follows up what? Cops, that's where they, I've seen them do that on there too. No, that's a defibrillator. Oh, what is the EKG? So the EKG machine I imagine would somehow just like monitor your heart, oh, heart rate. Monitor. Yeah. They just yeah. didn't want to they want to make much. props do yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's got to bring it up because they're like, oh, he's just going to make that assessment yeah. by looking at her and poking around But he also ribs. has a really good line where he says, um, you know, he says what it is. And then he's like, but that's a vast understatement after hearing. Oh, about oh, just because of overeating. Because she describes what she ate to yeah, him. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. Like, and, well, and they all chime in being like, yeah, also a little, little fried mozzarella sticks. Yeah. Like all these and and boxes of milk and yeah. 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 And the fettuccine Alfredo and the scongili and the uh-huh. cannelloni. Like, she's eaten. Yeah. You know, she's basically like she went to Olive Garden and like went to town, and then and the, the milk duds. Sticks. The milk duds. I'm, I'm like, 
The rest of it makes sense because they were having a dinner party. They were having people over. I was like, where did she get two boxes of milk done? If she's anything like my mother, she keeps it in the freezer and eats it throughout the day. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, so Sophia's fine. Great. Blanche, of course, wants to know if the doctor is single. Um, Blanche says, is he single or what? And then Dorothy goes, or what? And Blanche goes, happily? And Dorothy goes, happily. Which I thought that was a cute little exchange. How did she know that? Uh, there probably is a, her family doctor. Oh. You know, that's probably like the doctor because I mean, old people are the doctor a lot. Yeah. Well, again, he's a new doctor because yeah. Doctor Clayton was Sophia's doctor but they're not before talk about he that. fucked over Dorothy. Yeah. Um. So then uh, that Dorothy's... just felt like a tacked on joke because they were like, this episode is so heavy. Literally, any spot we can put a joke in. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So then, so then Dorothy and Sophia, you know, kind of reconnect again and uh and Sophia suddenly not feeling as I don't know like confessional and, yeah. and whatever so she tries to lighten you know their their previous talk by you know when Dorothy says you told me I was your favorite and she's like please I thought I was dying so she's not actually going to admit that Dorothy's her favorite yeah mm-hmm. um but the show does end on a super awesome scene of just in general a conversation about death and women and weight and, yeah. and and living your life mm-hmm. to the fullest slash living your life within certain means. Yes. Yeah. So we can assume we're so talking about like why am I start like if I die I'm gonna have wanted to eat that chocolate cake. Yeah. Instead mm-hmm. Which, of starving I mean, myself to the point of thinness. I yeah. think is an amazing statement for the time and even now that like you know they're having this conversation about yeah. death and also body image and mm-hmm. how like women struggle with it. How it. Yeah, how death puts that stuff in perspective. Yeah. Yeah. But in the yeah. end, they ultimately decide, I actually, I want to be skinny. Yeah. <laughs> I, they do. Actually. So it's like a really good moral. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but Blanche has an, an amazing line at that table where they're all talking, like, Dorothy tells a story about a woman who had a watercress salad in Paris and then, because she wanted to stay thin and then she left the dinner table and, and, a, and, a, and a gargoyle fell off the her. building and killed her. I was like, That's why normal. can't we like, talk why about Why wasn't like, that in the pilot? Yeah. Like, yes. you, like, if Dorothy had a story like that, she definitely has told those women that story. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, why yeah. wait? Yeah. So my favorite line at that table is Blanche's where it, um, so is, you have the exact line? Yeah. All it takes is one little dessert and my panties <laughs> cut off my circulation, which is so perfect. Mm-hmm. It's just because yeah. it's so like, and I watched after that, after she said that line, there was such like a laughter and not a huge laughter, but like there was a quiet moment where they all were like, oh, that's a good line. That's a good line. <laughs> there was also a good line where Dorothy goes, it sure makes you think, and then there's a long pause, and then Rose goes, about what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was so great. Yeah. And then policy in Guatemala, Rose. And then she's like, about death, which I think, I mean, we've talked about it on the podcast before. That's one of our favorite, I mean, the golden, they do that joke so many times mm-hmm. where it's like Rose doing, like questioning something and then Dorothy giving her a sarcastic response about Guatemala, Rose. Yeah. yeah. So that yeah. was, that was a really good one. But yeah, you're right. They're, here they are talking about how like, you know what, we could die tomorrow. We should live life to the fullest. And then the conversation ends with like, fuck. I want to be thin. Yeah. Yeah. And then they're like, you know what? Let's not eat all this dessert. Let's go for a walk. So they get up and leave, and that's the final shot. But there's a storm outside. Yeah, there's, there's a hurricane. There's ferns happening. swaying outside. That's why the paramedics couldn't get there. there. Yeah, there's a storm, and the you know the paramedics couldn't get there. They couldn't go out, but suddenly they're just going to go for a stroll. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm like, you're you're going to go out and get there. A gargoyle is going to fly off of a yeah. house or a building or, no, and kill a you. A palm tree. It's Florida. A palm tree will yeah. fall yeah. A palm tree so. will topple over. <laughs> and kill you. And Rose will be the one living mm-hmm. and have to tell the story also, they were all in their nightgowns. Yes. Yeah. At that yeah. point, right? Yeah. Or were they? 
I don't know. I think at that point they were. Yeah. Am they I wrong? May, they may have be been. Wrong. No, you know what? I think this was one of those episodes where they were wearing the same thing the whole yeah. time. Yeah. Because well, it, was, it was in real time. Yeah. You know what it was? It was just, it looked like Blanche was wearing a nightgown the whole yes. time. <laughs> well, it's because she had, well, first she had on that really pretty, I loved her, her dresses in these episodes have been amazing in the last few, but she's wearing this really light purple dress and then she has an apron tied over yeah. almost the entire oh, yeah. time. It's like yeah. gauzy apron though. Yeah. It's so pretty. It's sheer and white and has flowers on it. She's just looked really good the past yeah. few episodes. And well, season one. Blanche is like Season on one top Blanche. of her body. Yeah. Season one, you're like, that's a founded confidence. Yeah, <laughs> I get it. Mm-hmm. Live your life. Yeah. Um, so this episode was amazing. Yeah. Uh, at the end of every episode, we always like to do kind of a golden takeaway. Um, <laughs> it's something that we learned from the episode that applies to our own lives. Oh. Uh, so all we usually start, so you can have right, an idea okay. of what we do. Um, my golden takeaway is that I really need to start investigating that sort of cremation at just sketch plan because mm-hmm. I have a feeling it's going to involve corporate sponsorship and, <laughs> you know like it's going to involve a lot of sort of like branding. yeah and you never know when death is coming so you, you don't you've got to start yeah. preparing now it's true it's true so that's my golden takeaway my golden takeaway is when eat the cake guys oh. eat the cake yeah see no I disagree because last night I went on a date <laughs> <laughs> I went on a date. And he said, you're and, fat until and, I left. And you're like, I could die tomorrow. And he's yeah. like, I hope you well, do. No, we had this, like, he ordered this combo platter of just, like, fried food. It was, like, jalapenos and the mozzarella and all of these things. And I'm just thinking, like, this is a little early to, like, just let myself go for you. Like, this is a second date. You know what I mean? Like, I want to, like, still be, like, at my prime sexy here. I don't want to be eating, like, like, jalapeno poppers fried yet. I don't know. But yeah. like, no, I don't know. I was at that moment where I'm like, I don't want to like bust my diet for for you yet. I don't know if you're worth busting my diet for. <laughs> I don't know. Which is interesting because I would imagine that like the diet is for other people. Yeah, yes, of and course. And you're like, you're not worth, <laughs> you're not worth it. me eating something delicious? You're worth uh, me not eating something delicious? He was worth me in, eating it delicious, I have to say. It was okay, a very good, good evening. Wow. But it was like, it was still... But I there's also the danger that. of your like... What is this going to do to my digestive tract yes. later on? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Which is why I have a lot of leftovers in the refrigerator. <laughs> oh, you got some scoongili. No. Yep. You got some yep. fettuccine alfredo, yep. mushrooms, and gorgonzola. So much. I'm on it. I say eat the cake. Eat, eat the, the cake, cake, guys. Eat What's the cake. What's your golden takeaway, Emily? My golden takeaway, I think, is that like you really need to have your last words ready. Like mm. when Sophia and Dorothy are talking on the couch, she's just like ready to go. She's like, I love you. I might not have said that. And like mm-hmm. she didn't have to think about it. There's no searching in her eyes. Yeah. She just had that ready to go. I gotta like write my last words now. You know, my favorite last words ever is uh, John Adams' last words. <laughs> President John Adams, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so what happened was. Thomas Jefferson was basically the Sarah Palin of his day. He created the party system. And John Adams was the second president, and he was the first president to only serve one term because John Thomas Jefferson did this, like, secret campaign. And they were friends. Like, they were friends. Mm-hmm. He did this secret campaign to be like, fuck you, I'm going to create this new party, and I'm going to win presidency. And he did. And so they didn't speak for, like, 30 years. And then Abigail Adams dies, and Jefferson understands how close John and Abigail were, and so they start a communication late in life. Whatever. So they start this beautiful communication, this correspondence of like back and forth about where the country is, early, you know, 1800s or whatever. And it's awesome. And then when John Adams died, he says, Jefferson lives. And, but no, they died. July 4th, 18-something, same day, exact same day, and Jefferson died like a couple hours before him. 
Did they just wow. do that on did they do that on drunk history? Probably. I think they did on yeah. that's where I get my history from. Okay. My American history I get from drunk history. Well, <laughs> um, I studied it, so mine's legit. Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, I know yeah. it's a, it's an amazing death last words. Yeah. Yeah. And July fourth, those two dying same day, July fourth. Yeah. Those. You know what I hope my last words are? What? Check please. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this is awesome. Yeah. Thanks so much for coming Thank over and you, doing Emily. the podcast. Oh my god, I have so, one more thing to say yes, about please. this episode, which is that they did not address this, but women's heart attacks do not look like men's heart attacks. No, mm. they're pretty much asymptomatic, right? Yeah. Well, it's don't they like have the arm thing. They don't. No, oh. that's men. only men, and it's. There's still not a lot known about women's heart attacks because medicine has been so misogynistic for so long that, like, anytime a woman would be like, I'm having this problem, a man, a male doctor would be like, you sound hysterical <laughs> uh, for so long. So, wow. like, women are not considered credible by, like, it's taken a long time for medicine to actually take, you know, women's issues seriously. But I've heard that, like, I was trying to read about it to educate myself to be like, what is... Yeah. Um, what does a woman's heart attack look like? Because women's heart disease is huge. And there's one article I read where, like, a doctor that they interviewed, like, held her hand next to her neck and next to her crotch, and she was like, anything between here and here could be a symptom. Wow. Wow. So, be afraid! <laughs> <laughs> Let us instill fear in you female listeners. And go to your doctor and get checked regularly. Yeah, if you feel yes. it, just be a hypochondriac. Yeah. 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 Get a portable EKG machine if you yeah. can. That yeah. sounds like, you know. Yeah, being a hypochondriac helps people. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was. It helped me. I got detected early. I'm good. How did yeah. you, what, what did you? I had a pain, and I freaked out. Really? Yeah. And you went in and they were, I like, went in. Yeah. they were like, it's cancer. And yeah. you were like, I knew it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, a while, no, I always thought it was a, um, a like a pulled groin. And oh. so I went in and then the doctor, because I went to this gay doctor and he was like, like all my friends went to this doctor and he thought it was an STD. And I was like, um, I haven't had any sex lately. Trust me, it's not an STD. And yeah. he was like convinced it was. And then, and then it turned out to be cancer. And I kind of always knew that it was a tumor the whole wow. time. But yeah, but I, I was, you know, I got it checked pretty quickly. Not like super quickly, but quickly i'm calling my doctor right now call your doctors <laughs> get checked everyone thanks so much for joining where can people follow you um i'm on twitter at, at at mr emily heller um and you can listen to my podcast baby geniuses on the maximum fun network oh. Woohoo! Yeah. Fun. And, and carrie and i are doing a live out on the lanai is this going to air before then? No, this is going to well, air after. Well, but you can hear it, so never mind. <laughs> um, we're about to, we're, we're going to have one next weekend, but yeah, this episode will come out afterwards. So. Oh, okay. So if you missed it, but you want to see another out on the Lanai live recording, and you are in Los Angeles, write to us. I don't know. I just took this yeah. off in a weird direction. Yeah, yeah. No, we're good. Okay, well, bye, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye. To go to out on the... Oh, we have to do us. I'm H. Allen Scott. <laughs> it was a horrible ending, Very guys. Very going off the rails. I'm H. Allen Scott at H-A-L-A-N-S-C-O-T-T. I am at Squid Eat Squid, and uh, yeah, check out the podcast on iTunes, subscribe, leave us a nice review, and go yeah. to adonthelanai.com. Thank you so much, guys. Thanks. Bye. Bye.